I'm Blaine Zimmerman from Circle City Vets, and today we have Michael Fickert from Purple Heart 3. The mission of VeteranCast is to educate, inform, and improve the lives of veterans in our community. This is a podcast hosted and produced by veterans in order to serve our sisters and brothers. Welcome to another episode of Veteran Cast. We took a little break last week due to some weather, uh, but we have rescheduled our guest from last week, so our, don't worry. It was our spring snow shower. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doug uh, texted me the morning of uh, recording and said there was some flooding on the south side. He wasn't going to make it, which I thought was weird that water stopped the Navy guy from coming, <laughs> but the... Uh, um, before we introduce Michael, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit earlier last weekend, we had the, uh, run is one event and we had a really good turnout, um, somewhere around 30 to 40 people showed up, nice. ran a 5k. Um, and, uh, you know, it was almost like a best of veteran cast. We had almost everybody we've interviewed, um, from an organization standpoint showed up. And so there was a really good turnout from, a, a, as far as not only numbers of people, but, the amount of organizations and the number of organizations that showed up to, to support the cause. And then um, we had a couple of people that are get, coming on the podcast that I met that day as well. So it was a really good event. Um, we had a good time. We ran a little bit, ate some burgers, drank some beers. So it was, it was pretty fun. And the weather wasn't that bad. Nice. I think that it was weird because... There were like four races going on downtown. Oh, wow. Uh, there was the Indy Mini 10-mile practice, and then there was another 5K, and then right before we started, I think I saw another 5K going on, and I'm pretty sure none of them expected it to be 25 on April, <laughs> whatever it was, 10th, 5th, or whatever. So, but anyway, it was a great event. Thanks for having us out. Um, guys, I know a lot of, I got some response that a lot of the people that were there listened um, or at least listen to the episode they were on. So well, and that's nice. why we're doing it too. Is yeah. events like that? If we can get all the groups together, you know, I mean, if if we got a few people out there, then that's great. Yeah, yeah. And we talked about I, you know, made sure to plug our next Tech Warriors event. So um, hopefully we see all of them out, and um, we'll plug the rest of the stuff at the end of the episode. For now, Michael, welcome. Uh, Michael is here from Purple Heart 3. So can you give us some background on yourself, your time in the military? Sure, sure. So uh, first of all, thank you um, for inviting Pur Purple Heart 3 to be a part of the, the, uh, the podcast. Um, it's very uh, good to see that there's other veterans out there, you know, pursuing their, their goals and their dreams. And, and uh, very happy to be a part of uh, Veterans Cast today. So yeah, I'm uh, the Senior Project Manager for PH3. Um, we are a service-disabled veteran-owned, veteran-ran uh, security company out of Indianapolis. Uh, we currently hold the uh, security force contract for uh, the Indian National Guard, and then we are also um, expanding into the retail uh, portion of security and also um, uh, manufacturing uh, companies as well. So I'm originally from Indianapolis. Uh, I went to North Central High School. Uh, a lot of my family is from the Broad Ripple area, um, Butler grads in my family. So it's kind of nice to be back in, in Indianapolis where uh, I'm originally from. Uh, I joined the Army in 2005 and um, I was originally a field artillery uh, crew member uh, did that for a few years uh, out of uh, Fort Hood, uh, where I was stationed. In 08, 09, I deployed to Iraq for 15 months, came back, uh, was selected for Special Forces training, and then went on to the Q course, where unfortunately I was injured during training and was not able to uh, qualify out and ended up being medically retired from, from the Army in uh, 2012. Uh, in 2012, I, uh, I set out to do what a lot of veterans do when they get out of the military. 
I had a lot of goals and aspirations. I just didn't know where to go or what to do or how to trans, you know, transfer back into the civilian life. Um, the Army had taught me how to be a soldier, but nobody really taught me how to be a civilian. And so when I came out, uh, the, one of the first things that I felt that was necessary was for me to use my uh, GI Bill. And so I, uh, I did my uh, undergrad in criminal justice. Um, I graduated uh, with my bachelor's degree uh, within three years and then uh, became a police officer uh, here in Indiana. And I was a police officer for about a year and then did what, what a lot of us all, all, all do. We kind of find other things that we're interested in and goals we would like to pursue. And so I went off and kind of did that. I was a deputy coroner for Marion County, um, did some investigative and surveillance work, uh, ended up getting my master's degree in criminal justice. And uh, I found PH3 uh, earlier uh, last fall of uh, 2017. Uh, Coco re uh, uh, originally reached out to me and, and described what he was trying to do um, for, as uh, as the founder of PH3, and he came to me. He's like, "Hey, we're I got a lot of dreams. I want to help uh, veterans, and this is what this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do it through the security um, realm." And so uh, I came aboard uh, last fall and 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 was brought on as a project manager for PH3. Awesome. So you talked about Coco um, and, you know, was this at the beginning of the company's history when he came to you? Was this, did he come to you a little bit in? Like, yeah. how did the company kind of get formed? So uh, Jason Kokiewicz, we call him Coco for short. Um, he is our president and founder. Uh, he is a Iraq war veteran. Um, during the Battle of Fallujah, um, he sustained an injury from an unexploded RPG that struck him in the head. Um, he suffered a traumatic brain injury and also lost a portion of his skull. And through, you know, his attitude as far as hard work and determination, I mean, the guy is, a, is really a, a walking miracle uh, to, to sit and talk to him and, and uh, be a part of his life. Is, it truly is a blessing and to see his recovery and to see what he's gone through to, to what he does now. And so in 2015, um, he started Purple Heart 3. So Purple Heart um, was uh, the two of the original founders were both Purple Heart recipients. And then the third is for all the men and women that have received the Purple Heart Award. And so he started uh, Purple Heart uh, Security in 2015 here in Indianapolis. Uh, had a few um, contracts with dollar, dollar General stores, a few banks and government offices. And um, really, at that time, was just trying to build a business. Uh, one of the things that I even talked to Coco about, you know, some of the things that he had to sell to make payroll for his guys. And he was, he was a struggling business owner. But he used that, you know, thing that veterans have, that, that never give up, never quit. I'm going to push on and, and really be focused on our mission, which is helping veterans. And so he did that, and, and he wanted to go after the Indian National Guard contract. It had been um, held by a foreign-owned security company. That is just <laughs> incredible. And, and, and Coco was like, hey, why? why? And it was really a great question, because he, he asked, why is there a foreign-owned security company running the security for our men and women in Indiana that yeah. we're in uniform. You know, he go, it, that should be a veteran-owned company ran by veterans. And the state of Indiana was like, yeah, we agree with you. It's a great sales pitch. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's... You know, and... and it's and, an embarrassment pitch. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 and he was really talking about the mission. And, and we always, at PH3, we're always talking about the mission. And the mission is veterans. The mission is veterans, and, and, and what that is is to provide employment for veterans so that we can give them task and purpose again. What we always want when we get out of the military is task and purpose. To give them task and purpose again to bring down the suicide rate. We lose 22 veterans a day. 22 veterans a day to suicide. That's almost one an hour, right? And, and the, the um, veteran problem that plagues our community, um, it has not only touched my life, 
it's touched friends of mine's life uh, professionally and um, personally uh, and it's affected PH3 already with uh, not only employees but people that are involved with the company uh, intimately so uh, the veteran suicide mission and to bring that down that is what we're all about at PH3 is to give veterans task and purpose again so that they can get focused and kind of like what I was when I got out of the army I didn't I knew I wanted to do something but I didn't know how to do it I didn't know what to do it in um, and what we try to do with with PH3 is to really bring people into our organization that buy into our mission that believe in our mission and then help our own and show them hey there are better opportunities you don't have to go down that route you know we uh at PH3, we really push the family aspect of our company and a bro brotherhood and a sisterhood and um, taking care of each other. Yeah, I uh, got the opportunity to come visit. So the way that we met, w one thing that I will say from my experience with, with talking with you and going out and talking to Purple Heart 3 is this is one of the most passionate organizations I've met. Um, so this probably a month and a half ago, Michael reached out to us on Facebook and right. said, Hey, I saw your podcast. Here's everything we do. Wrote me a book on everything mm. Purple Heart 3 does that you could read, literally read the passion coming through the message yeah. and said, do you think we could come on and maybe talk about what we do on Veteran Cast?" And I was like, absolutely. Like, let's do that. We talked a little bit at um, Tech Warriors and yeah, that's where we met. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where you met Doug. And then he invited Doug and I to be able to go out to the facility and check it out. And um, it's awesome. I mean, when you go out to the facility, it's you'll be able to relate to this really well, Doug. It's it's an entrepreneur dreamland. Like yep. they've got some space. It's they've got what they've got, and you can tell they're just you know building it up brick by brick, for lack that's of a awesome. better term. And and you talk to anybody in that building. You can tell within 30 seconds of where their their passion is, this organization and helping veterans and helping lower that suicide rate. It comes up in any conversation. They've got at least two office dogs, which is always helpful. Yep. Uh, and it's a cool place. Uh, you know, it's an old, like, IndyCar uh, racing company, and they've got, like, this cool, like, winter circle area that's, like, in the process of changing over. And it's just a – it's a cool spot – um, and, and you can tell that it just, it, I don't know, it kind of feels special there. And I think I really wanted to touch on the fact that your guys, I mean, this organization, I don't know. I mean, I think from an operation standpoint, five or six, um, you, this, these people just exude the passion that they have, not only for this company, but for a mission. And it, it really did feel like a family place. And as soon as I walked in the door, everybody was like, oh, awesome. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Come on in. Let me show you, let me show you around. Let me, let me show you this. Let me show you that. It was really cool. Um, so I just wanted to kind of reaffirm that that's one of the things. And, and to your point also about, um, the task and purpose, that's kind of how I also got involved in wanting to do veteran work, whether it was through a charity or whatever was trying to help lower the veteran suicide rate. And the way, um, I've always talked about it is through PMCS. So if you're in the army, you know, PMCS preventative maintenance checks and services, you got to go through your book once a week and check your vehicles or your weapons or whatever yeah. and make sure everything's working the way it's supposed to work. Right. And the way I've kind of always thought about that from a transitional standpoint is soldiers that are transitioning out of the service, um, if we can help them get into either education or a career field or nonprofit that they care about, we can hopefully put them down that right path where we just have to keep checking in on the PMCS rather than start down going down the other path because they don't have that task and purpose right well it's like yeah you know we we've talked about it on on previous episodes too that you know you underestimate how much support that you have when you're in the military mm -hmm. and it's not just the military and the military organizations but it's the family too you know that I, you know i was in norfolk so you know biggest navy port you know in the in the well, I don't know if it's in the world, but uh, huge, obviously. You know, so your apartment complex is all Navy, and your and the businesses are owned by ex Navy, and and so everywhere you go, there's support for you, whether it's on a personal level or a professional level. And then, you know, once you leave the military and go back home, you lose not just the military. You know, you lose the fact that you could walk next door for a piece of ham, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, yeah. you lose, you lose it all. And no doubt, you know, that's where, that's where not having a direction, you know, comes in. And I, I love that you just said task and purpose because I, how simple, right? Right. Just, right. A, just a, just, just, that's it is, is people, you know, you go from one day you're, you know, and I don't want to exaggerate it, but seriously, one day you're part of the top military of the world, saving the globe. Right. To the next day, wandering around and you can't even get a job, you know, right. and, and that's a, that's a huge, huge cliff to jump off of. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's, and, and then the other part is there's a ocean of people. I keep making, you know, all these analogies, but there is, there's all these groups, right? And this is why we started the podcast is there's all these people out here ready to help you. You just don't know that they, they exist. You and, know? and you don't know how to get a hold yeah, of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you know, and and back to the the uh, veteran um, worker, right? One of the things that I I find that is so complex about a veteran, especially they're they always need that task and purpose, yeah. that mission. Yeah. What is it that I'm waking up in the morning to go do? And 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 I've always, in my experience, have always found working with veterans. And obviously, I'm a little partial, right? Because because sure. I'm we a are, veteran myself. We all are. But yeah. but I will say that you can give certain tasks to veterans, and you know that they are going to get it done yeah. correctly and on time. One of the things that I always strived um, in the military. One of the best things that I. Always, learned in the military is being able to show up at the right place, the right time in the right uniform. And, you know, I, I tell my oldest and she's 11 years old, you want the, you want the secret to success, be at the right place, the right time, right uniform, everything else, you know how to do. Yeah. It's all the pre-planning, right? And that, and I think that a veteran gets that. It's not a, just like getting to work at eight o'clock. It's, I have to plan for traffic. I have to have my uniform ready. I remember when I was in the service, man, I would meticulously go through and pull out every single uh, thread or any, um, you know, something that didn't look right because you cared. And I think that still falls over into the civilian life when a veteran transfers over is they still have that drive that task and purpose that mission and if they don't right you got to be able to help them especially veterans that are in need they have to have that task and purpose and sometimes it's it's funny on when veterans come at you in their time of need i ran across a veteran matter of fact through the uh, tech warriors event awesome great event it it was a great event and and it it not only just uh, plugging it on the, uh, I, uh, the, 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 the veterans cast, but, um, but no, it was a great opportunity. And I met an individual who had a tremendous success, successful, um, military career. And he's actually doing pretty good on the outside. Yeah. I mean, his, his job, he makes decent money, lives in a really nice, uh, uh, community in Indianapolis. And he even came up to me. He's like, listen, I don't know what you guys are. And I don't even know if I'm in, interested in security. But I just feel like I don't have my purpose anymore. Yeah. What can I do to come? And we brought him out. And he, he's talked with our guys. And he's seen our organization, seen the offices, and seen some of the pl- uh, things that we're trying to do. And he's like, man, this is just, you know, really, really awesome. awesome. So uh, it, it's, really, it's really nice to get out and talk to people about the mission because one of the things that we found, if you can get people believing in your, your mission, I mean, security is what we do, right? But, but the mission is what, what it's all about. Yeah. You know, that's what you wake up in the, the morning. Purpose, yeah. You put in 60, 70 hours a week. You never bat an eye because, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, there's 22 that we got to at least bring down that number. got to bring it down. Yeah. You know, so well the good the good thing too I think there, there's another part of being a veteran that I think um, you know I, I work with a lot of college kids as well and the, you know one of the big differences that I see is the resourcefulness of veterans is is way different than than you know that kids aren't taught and I shouldn't say kids young adults you know part of the college experience isn't brotherhood it, mm-hmm. it isn't lean on the person next to you for assistance and stuff and um, there's, there's another guy, Adam, he'll be probably back in next week. Uh, but Adam small, he's, uh, he's a Marine friend of mine. 
we're we're on every single day helping each other with each other's businesses you know and there's right. no money exchanging hands or anything it's just holy smokes i'm at a dead end what what should i do right and i think i think you know for for companies looking for people that can get along with other people that lean on other people that help each other veterans you can't you can't beat it either you know right. you're out there you know it's probably the same for you guys out in the field you know if you're having a hard time you know fixing a truck or you know for me it was you know diesel engines and everything else and what did i do i called everybody right. up they all came down we all started sweating and got the job done nobody nobody you know said ah i'm too lazy or i'm not doing that right now yeah. it was whoever needed help we we ran over there helped them and, and we got it done some way somehow you know well in the the, the veteran um their work history is so complex yep. when they come out of the military service um i've ran into some of these organizations where they they really help veterans uh create um uh, resumes and so, the, but they have to take the medical yeah. language or the military language, yeah. right? And they have to transform it into civilian language. Right. And it's really, it's it's kind of hard. Yeah. And, I is. mean, because and another thing too is I think the veteran it gets underappreciated in today's workforce because here we are sending 24, 25. 26 year old guys girls women yeah. um down to downrange and they're in charge of millions millions of millions dollars worth of dollars yeah. equipment yeah. right i mean millions of dollars worth of equipment and not only that and people yeah and absolutely. and they're in char charge of people too and they're in the most stressful environment yeah right and i mean you're taking away everything yep. their family they're you know free to come and go there you put them in this unbelievable situation and yeah. you expect them to perform yeah. at a very high level yeah. right and then they come back into the civilian world and they get out and oh you uh, you don't really have too much experience and you're like what <laughs> yeah. how do you how do i not have experience i got I, i've been a leader i've been in charge of equipment i've been in uh, task oriented right i've had deadlines right i've had to operate within a certain frame you know whether that'd be had emerge all out emergencies yeah. you know and, yeah and, and, and a lot of guys and girls come out and they're like hey i just can't find a job and you're like what yeah there's no they're, way they're, they're not finding jobs you know they're under underemployed yeah. is, is is a term that is uh widely used nowadays for our veterans mm -hmm. you know not only are our veterans unemployed but they're underemployed yeah. you know i was i was really blessed when i when i got out i went and worked at a newspaper and i remember the guy that hired me we're still we still keep in touch now but um he laid out a schematic in front of me and he said you know instead of a job interview i just want you to show me what you would check you know if this if this piece of equipment was broken down and here's the symptoms you know and i went boom 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 that you know and he goes oh my god <laughs> nobody's <laughs> right. ever done that before and he has people in there with masters degrees master electricians everything else they have tons of knowledge don't get me wrong right. like a master electrician it's code knowledge you mm -hmm. know but but it's it's still book it's the laws and legalities they don't have the troubleshooting whereas every day that was my job out in the field every day i was troubleshooting equipment you know right. and getting it fixed and so that so I, I think people underestimate yeah, I, I don't know what people actually think veterans do yeah, I, well, <laughs> day to day, yeah. you know? And that's one of the right. things that we're trying to take on as an initiative with Circle City Vets is educating employers. Mm -hmm. and yeah. I think that there's other organizations that do it well. So when I say we're trying to take on, I think we might be trying to partner with the people that are doing really well and lean on their expertise and try to get them right. into more places. But um, the education of the employer of understanding exactly what x y and z means because even when you translate the military speak to civilian speak it's oh. still weird and then it's still like if you think about it and over the course of a six-year military career you may be in three to four different units absolutely a civilian might look at that and go well why are you bouncing around all the time yeah. <laughs> you don't realize that it's because well i got promoted here and then i had to go to s3 and then they sent me over to fort drum and then they sent yeah. me over here and it has nothing to do with like a civilian place here where you know you might be a project manager for 10 years unless you take another job that your company's not going to bounce you around right so that's another thing that's hard to to translate on a resume so it's those are the types of things that um that i think that it's really important to teach the soldier the veteran 
how to translate, but we also have to do the diligence on the other end yes. of teaching them the, vet, Ex- the employer. Them. Yeah, right. Here's what some of these things mean, and here's what you're getting when you're no getting doubt. a veteran employee. No doubt. So, um, so back back up real quick. Yeah. You mentioned earlier Coco came to you. Um, we yeah. didn't really talk about well, how yeah, you kind of came got on. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you guys meet and what was that? Was it like an immediate, like he was like, you're awesome. Come be my project manager. <laughs> um, so, so we, um, he called me by phone a couple times and then, um, eventually I ended up meeting him. Uh, one of our, uh, chief, uh, operations officer. Um, he, he is a former Navy commander. I met him, Coco, and then another uh, senior operations guy who was uh, Indian National Guard. I met them at a Cracker Barrel, and uh, we sat in, we sat down for lunch, and and uh, we started talking about you know everybody's backgrounds, and and they explained to me what was going on, and hey, this is the mission. Um, we have this contract that we just won, the Indiana, Indiana National Guard contract. At uh, that time, we we uh, we established that it was going to be four places in Indiana. So it was going to be Muscatatuck Urban Training Center, which is outside of North Vernon, and then uh, Camp Atterbury, which is in Edinburgh, Indiana, and then Stoutfield and Tyndall Armory, which is in downtown Indianapolis. And um, they they uh, basically laid it all out and said, "Hey, we're going to have um, 50 to 55 security guards." plus our site supervisors, and we want you to be the project manager um, for this contract. And I started, Coco started asking me questions as far as, you know, what my leadership uh, traits are and how I believe, you know, you, uh, I guess, uh, run some of these security contracts. And I just use a lot of my military training. One of the things that I always um, loved as a NCO and what my first son pushed upon me was to teach, coach, and mentor. And um, to really be involved with the people that you're in charge of. Um, always being the first person there and last one to leave. You know, and I think that's what you – that's really what you get with the veterans too is, is they, they work really, really hard on a lot of things. And um, – I think it comes out. So our our conversation kind of went from lunch to they offered me, and we were shooting guns the next day, getting <laughs> getting training. We were like figuring it all out because we were we were really figuring out uh, it out. Um, it was we were we had this place called the farm, and it was a, a three bedroom two bath house on you know five acres, and we would bring our dogs out there and. We would all sit around in the living room with our computers and, all right, how do we come up? We got to get, you know, 60 uniforms, okay? We need pants. We need pistols. We need cars. We need equipment. And we were – one guy would be making dinner and everybody else would be on the emails or phone calls. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like – I mean, it sounds like some some startup in Silicon Valley. It's beyond startup. Yeah. 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 I mean, it sounds like – I mean, are you guys working on the book? I mean, Coco was sleeping on on the couch, you know? Yeah, I feel like you should start writing the book now. (laughs) Yeah. Because that book's going to sell. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, it was was just really cool. And and, um, whenever I went back and I told my my wife – I was quitting my my job. First of all, she was like, "Why are you quitting that job?" <laughs> yeah, because you're finally starting to make, you know, financial gains yeah. that we yeah. want. And and I and I told her I was like, "Listen, I'm a part of something that I've been missing for years." She was like, "What is that? What do you mean?" I was like, "I'm fine. I feel like I'm back with the guys that I was in the army with." She's like, "Well, I know what that means." <laughs> and she because. I, I'm very passionate, especially towards the military. I have missed it. I've missed the guys I've been with. I talk to them. You know, I tell people um, that I serve with what I'm doing now, and they're like, that suits you. That, mm-hmm. That's you. Because you're doing something that we pictured you doing yeah. and being a part of, uh, of veterans, teaching, coach, and mentor. But that's how it all started. I mean, it was just a bunch of guys in a living room on a, you know, with our dogs just i <laughs> mean them barking. Awesome i mean it was yeah. it was it, and 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 one thing led to another to we were at 
you know, the range the one next day, and then we were going through defensive tactics the next day, and we were getting, you know, hit and doing all uh, other trainings, uh, holds and stuff like that, and then went on to on-the-job training and walkthroughs and and then here we are. So that was th that was just three years ago. No, well, actually, so that was just for this contract. This that whole story that I just shared was when Coco had it in 2015, and then right when we won this, they kind of restructured everything yeah. because this was the big. It wasn't just like these one office buildings here, and sure. it was an actual contract with a large, you know, pretty good fifty. 50 or 60 yeah. security guards and we had nothing yeah. you know we didn't have we were like hey we won <laughs> now what do we do we gotta get uniforms awesome. we got cars we got you know and so um we were uh, very excited for a short amount of time yeah. to win. it went we pivoted and all right now we got to get this thing together and so um we, we started this, uh, the Indian National Guard contract in the fall of last year. Wow. And then And then we're already getting ready to expand with them. So we're going to fantastic. Uh, hopefully pick up three additional sites this year with the Indian National Guard. And then we will pick up a retail contract and then a manufacturing contract. I mean, we've really, and this is all within our really kind of our first year of relaunch. You know, wow. it's been very busy. And how many people, so how many people now? So we have a, we fluctuate between 50 and 55 security guards, but then at our front office, we're, I mean, about eight guys that we have up there. That's awesome. And, and, and uh, we're all, everybody has their own little hat that they wear, but yeah. we work, oops, we work, you know, seamlessly together. But even then, like um, Blaine, you came out to our office. You saw our offices. There's a lot of dreams in that office. Oh yeah. We don't have carpet. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just concrete flooring, yeah. and we got tables with bullet holes in them. And, and <laughs> but it's but that. it's <laughs> you know it's not from work. Not from work. <laughs> good. I mean, there is a good. There's a good story. A there's shield. a good story behind that. But anyway, but no. But it's it's very raw. You know, it's still very yeah. raw. Mm -hmm. You know, it's guys sleeping on cots and because. We believe in the dream, yeah. and we believe in the mission, and you know it. It's it, like I always say, security is what we do, but but veterans are, are who we are. Yeah. You know. When I was out there, one of the thoughts I had was I was like, you know, what they what we should do is set up some sort of like partnership with the speakeasy, and when people are like, I'm not sure if I want to start my own business, <laughs> be like, well, let me show you what it takes. Yeah. Let me bring you out here, and we'll give you a tour, and you can see what it takes. So if you're really not passionate enough to sleep on some cots and have some good hey, buddy cooking dinner, like yeah. I, th I was like, every entrepreneur needs to see this because this is what you got to do if you're going to build a successful business. You got to have passion, but then you got to follow through. And you, I mean, it's long. Not, yeah, you, can, you, you know, you've right. you're, if six you're a, companies. Yeah, if you're a good entrepreneur, you're really praying and hoping that by the time you finish mentoring someone, they brush up on their resume and they go get a job. Like, like, <laughs> like, like seriously, yeah, you know, you yeah. don't, because I don't think a lot of people can, you know, there's the purpose, the freedom, you know, there, there's, there's, there's pieces of it that I, I just can't escape, right? The, I can't ever go work for a big company again. I, I, I did it, and and it's just, you know, if I sink or swim, it's up to me now, you know, and it's up to, and then my partners, mm -hmm. the way that, you know, I have a lot of people that depend on me, and I love that. You know, I cherish that, but you're right. The people don't realize. I, I tell people I'm I'm more honest than most people are about my business, and, you know, my the, the funniest year that I had, and it's not funny, but <laughs> but 2012, you know, I, I went about a quarter of a million dollars in debt. I brought home about $22,000 that year, and the IRS charged me another 10 grand on top of that. And and I'm sitting there going, what did I do, <laughs> you know? And then six years later, I'm out of it, and everything's going good again. But those things happen. Mm -hmm. You know, you have huge ups and huge downs, and, and uh, but... That it's you learn to kind of love the 
Every the, day the is going to be a challenge. Yeah. You don't know. You guys don't know. Tomorrow you might get a contract oh, yeah. that doubles your company. Right. And that challenge is awesome. Like, it's a fun thing to jump into. I, I like the grind. Yeah. Um, I'm, I think it takes a certain type of person to be a grinder. Yeah. Um, to wake up and it's just, and that's yeah. what it is. It's just waking up. You know, grinding out life, grinding out, working, because there's always the way I, there's always one more phone call and then you're like, oh, I finally get to, you know, shut it down. And then at like eight o'clock, you're like, oh, except that one thing. Yeah. And then you're back on the yep. computer again. There's not really a punch out yeah. button. It's like you're constantly going. Yeah. The other side of it too, though, is you know, it's but nobody's going to do it for you. And and you know, like you're you you for people listening. Michael is oozing passion here. <laughs> like, like you can't. If you can't hear it, I'm yeah. Pretty, if you even though I'm sure you can, but. I hope you can. But but that's the other piece of it is that you don't care, right? Eight o'clock at night, the phone rings or whatever. The reason why you don't care is because you you know what you're doing, mm-hmm. and you know that you're saving people and helping people. What's a phone call to take? What's another task yeah. to get done? What's it's nothing, and it's and it, you wake up fulfilled the next day, you right? Know? So. Yeah, and there, and there are um, those fulfilling days, and there there there's those days that are just like, man, I. And there are very few, but there are some of those days where you just, man, I just don't want to get out of bed. Today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you're like, man, I just don't want to do it. I just want to shut the world out. And I, I call it cocooning. But every but, once in a while, I just go what? cocoon for a while. But you end up never doing it. Yeah. I you, do, but uh, but but two days but more, later I come out with three times as much work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 I uh, but I'm serious. Like sometimes you you want to do it. Yeah, but then there's always you, you get that phone call or you see that text message or that email and you're like, ah, I gotta yeah, get up. Exactly. I get up and I gotta go do it. Yep. Because nobody's gonna do it for you, yeah. right? And 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 people uh, are dependent on you. And there's people yeah. that are dependent on you. Yeah. And and case in point, and because I wanted to talk about one of our. Um, success stories that I shared with you, and and it puts it all in just perspective. Taking my job now, right? It's fine. <laughs> go ahead. He took go ahead. I don't need to ask the question. Yeah, you know, he took my job. Right <laughs> you know, I was going to tell you. Ago, so true, I, tell you I did a hostile takeover of the podcast, right. like episode three. So, but, yeah, um, please tell us about one of your success stories. So, so, <laughs> so Veterans Day, right? Um, Veterans Day. It, I, I think every veteran uh, probably celebrates it in in he or she's own way yep. or manner. Um, I cel- celebrate Veterans Day. Number one, I always just remember, yep. you know. But number two, I always kick out the wife and kids, and I watch a military movie. Heck and this yeah. year, this year was We Were Soldiers. Great movie. Yeah. yeah if anybody's out there, go Great go movie. watch that movie. How Moore spoke at my basic training graduation. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. phenomenal Super man. Cool. Yeah. Right? I mean, he is. He goes up there and you know, history. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, so this year I'm, I'm watching this movie and got the wife and kids. They're all in the other part of the room and, and I get the phone call. It's like, this is the last thing I want to do, right? I want to watch this movie. I'm going to celebrate Veterans Day. So I get a call from one of our guys and he's like, Mike, buddy, I'm, I'm having some thoughts uh, that I shouldn't be having. Uh, I need your help. It's like, whoa. You know, every, you're always like, what am I going to do in these? And yeah. I got a guy on like, this, you know, yeah. talk about going the, the whole way this time. Yeah. And you're like, man, of all days too, it's Veterans Day. And I was like, hey, I'm on my way. Where are we meeting at? And he goes, I want to go to the hospital. I was like, the closest hospital is this hospital. I'll meet you there. I met him, his mom, and his sister there. And, you know, we stayed there for ever. I mean, you know how hospital, t- mm-hmm. it's, it's bad. And there's no help for these guys yeah. or girls. There's not really a lot of answers that they go, hey, they go to the hospital. Hey, I'm having a lot of these thoughts that are recurring from years ago. Can you help me? Some the, my experience at this hospital there was no. Yeah, we have like, no way to help you. Yeah, yeah, they were like, well, don't have those. Don't have yeah, those. You yeah. know, it, I'm going to put you in this box yeah. in this room, right? So, but uh, I was calling our team. We were all on it, and we were able to get this guy into a facility here in Indiana um, for a week, and he received treatment. And now he's one of our number twos at one of our sites. Yeah. I mean, dark day, mm-hmm. right? Yep. 
of all the days too. It's supposed to be Veterans Day, which some, you know, my parents always call, hey, happy Veterans Day. And I get yeah. it, you know, right? Because they're proud. Yeah. But here's this guy having the worst For day For him, ever. it was a reminder day. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I talk to him regularly and um, I talked to him not too long ago and I was just asking, you know, come up, you know, hey, how are you doing? You have any more of those yeah. thoughts, you know? Yeah. But, but uh, hey, how you doing? Man, this is the first time I've I've been this good in probably about seven years. Seven years. Wow. And um, he's like, nobody, and he's like, but nobody's ever gotten it. And I was like, what do you mean nobody's ever gotten it? He's like, not, nobody I've ever worked with, nobody that I worked for, none, none of my friends, nobody ever got it until I came and worked for PH3. And not only did you, but my the guys on his shift, the guys at his site, they all threw in support just like that. That's awesome. And and, and it was really cool to see that a man have the lowest port point to now this is the highest he's ever been within an organization. Like I said, he's our number two. Yeah. And so it, it's really when you get to be a part of those stories or or they get you get to see them happen, man. It makes the grind worth it. Yeah. It makes the grind worth it because, you know, those are the types of things that you, that you hold on to. Not that, oh, well, we didn't, you know, a financial gain or it's sure. the, the, it's the, the impact that you make in people's lives. There's no amount of money that you can right. make off of that. Nothing and and to know that you, you did, you were a part of that, yeah. man, it's truly humbling. It's truly humbling. <laughs> so. So how, if somebody wants to try to apply yeah. at Purple Art 3 or, or well, if they want to just be well, able walk, to help? Walk through what kind of positions too. What, yeah. Right. How do you help companies? All right. So, so, so we, we provide armed uh, and unarmed security. Okay. Right. But our, our forte is armed. And here's why. Because on our hiring process, we require that people already have their Indiana concealed carry license. Okay. So um, they already have to have that credential. Now, whether they're a veteran or not, you know, that's besides the point. Now, we obviously lean veteran. Yep. Uh, at any given time, um, we, are, we run between 50 and 60% through natural attrition of, of either a veteran or law enforcement background. Because what we found with law enforcement, law enforcement suffers from a lot of the same mm-hmm. symptoms that veterans suffer yeah. from. Um, so anyway, so at any given time, uh, we have uh, that percentage of, of veteran. So they have to go through a background check. They'll complete a physical. Um, and then they have to have an Indiana driver's license and then a concealed carry. So that's just the baseline the baseline right and they still have to apply mm-hmm. so you can apply you can fill out an application at uh www.ph3llc.com and you hit over on the tab employment opportunities and then it will uh drop a link down to fill out the application i think in word formatting and then you go ahead and submit that through uh info.ph3llc.com so um, once they apply, they submit those, then we go ahead and we'll um, call them up for an interview. Um, we'll screen them on an interview, and then we will proceed in our onboarding process. Now during that interview too, we'll, we'll ask them where they're interested in, in being. So we have you know Indianapolis, Edinburgh, and, and North Vernon. So obviously the, that location, um, then they have to go through our weapons qualification course, uh, which is uh, run through a, uh, the Indiana Law Enforcement um, Academy standards. So it's their, it's their uh, same qualification course. We, uh, all our uh, security officers go through defensive tactics training, and then they will all receive um, first aid, CPR, and bloodborne pathogens training. Nice. So... What we try to pr- uh, provide as a service to clients is the capacity that of security officer that you get is the same um, level of what an off, off-duty police officer yeah. has, except without their arrest powers, right? Yeah. They still have defensive tactics. They still can carry or not carry 
uh, a firearm, but they've also been trained in defensive tactics and um, any of those types of combative um, situations. First aid. Yeah, and then first first aid, CPR, bloodborne. Just capacity. just for the good old days, do you put them through tear gas? Do you? No. <laughs> That's Bummer. No. <laughs> yeah, can you? I'd say <laughs> I, I've been I've been gassed, yep. I've been tased, and I've been sprayed, and I'll take tase every day. I, I do not like being OC sprayed. I, 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 I joke so it. when I went to you know boot camp, of course you you, you know you go through it, and then oh, I went yes. through I went through a ship uh, self defense ship self defense course, and they really like just buried us. They put us in the back of a semi truck with tear gas oh, and made gosh. us do calisthenics, you know? So, what? so yeah. So, so I am raging and burning and oh, snot yeah. flying and everything else. And I, and I was, I was watching TV like years after I was out with a buddy of mine and they were, you know, some riots going on in tear gas. And I was like, the only thing you would see is my ass running the yeah. opposite direction. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I like that you use the term calisthenics too. That's, <laughs> Doug, Did in you case like you couldn't tell, Doug's older than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but yeah, it would have been good for you guys to do a tear gas just to get these yeah. guys. <laughs> Bring them back. And then take a video and put it on Facebook. <laughs> right. Here's what you get to go through when you work for us. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll have to get the really good stuff too, the, the, the spray foam, the stuff that sticks oh, to God. you. Oh, yeah. Because that stuff that makes me squirm. That's, I, I've had both. The phone, like the one, they spray you with the one that I think is like water based or whatever, but you can shake it off. Yeah. And it won't, but that foam stuff, it sticks <laughs> it to you sticks. and you're just, it's <laughs> just <laughs> awful. And that's what I hate about the, the spray. It just lasts forever. But, anyways, but yeah. So, so that's yeah, awesome. Back so, to we're going to put all that on the show yeah. notes. Um, okay. I'll get with you after to get some of that information and, and I'll make sure that we get all that on there. Um, and then. I, I did want to make so you talked about how when you first got your job, like I feel like that's the beginning of a joke that a mm. uh, a navy person, a marine, and an army man walk into a Cracker Barrel. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I yeah. feel like we we've got the beginning of something. Yeah. we'll put it in your new stand-up set. Yeah, we'll workshop it. Yeah, the, uh, that's pretty. But yeah, so thank you very much for coming on. This yeah. has been yeah, awesome. Man. This has been Thanks, one of the Michael. most fun episodes we've had. I want to plug real quick our next uh, Tech Warriors, June 19th. Is that right? Yeah. We got a date? Okay. We have a tentative date. Okay. And uh, Our and PR lady. Yeah. Should. She, she put the date of June 19th, so that's what we're looking at right now. So just kind of pencil us in for now. Yeah. And, uh, if we don't have your name and contact information, please go to veterans.media and register there. And that way you will get email notifications of these events that are coming up. Not just Tech Warriors. Eventually we'll have a full newsletter of everything that's going on. We'll be able to incorporate, you know, more episodes about the podcast, info about everybody that's ever been on, and then anybody that we haven't gotten hold of yet, just so everybody has that one-stop shop for all the resources they need. Yep. Um, Obviously, uh, go Army, beat Navy. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot about that. So, so I am a an active Veterans Cast listener, and I would not do Blaine any due diligence if I didn't mention that. Yes, Army, Army beat Navy, and and I have to do that too for so Gene yeah. Martin. Gene yeah. Martin. Oh it, yeah. yeah, I met right. Gene. Yeah. So 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 Gene Martin is our is our Chief Operations Officer. Yeah. He's the former Navy Commander. So during this year it's it's been great it's been really great because i i throw it in his face too oh, you know? so but you it's know, you know after like 200 years the army good. finally finds camouflage right. that nobody we can still, see him in yeah that was awesome we still have to work on that giveaway though the trying to get um we got to send two people this year yeah we do because we we've do got that. a connection where we can send a couple people through courtney Oh so yeah, we got to come up with a contest, and then we'll we'll send two listeners down to. Uh, That's it. Re- register on you know what? Register on Veterans Media, and uh, and we'll figure out what we're gonna okay. do down the road. Yeah. Yeah, and then two people, two of our registrants. Yeah. Registrars. Registrations. Registrationists. <laughs> the <laughs> registries. Yeah. Two none people, none two of us were English that teachers, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll say we'll say one person that registers and a guest. Don't you? Yeah. You we'll, guys have we'll master's to, degrees. What, hey. are you, what are you looking at me for grammar for? <laughs> Sh- shows you that it's not very well. It wasn't very good money well spent. I can tell you yeah. that. 
But yeah, we'll do one. We'll find. We'll come up with a contest for people that are registered. We'll do one and a guest, and we'll have to figure out what we can do. And we know we yeah. can get them in the game and in the tailgate. I don't know about travel, but we can figure stuff like we'll that out. We'll figure something out. So sometime between now and December, we'll we'll have a plan. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. We got a couple of minutes. And uh, good news, I it, it literally just today got the employment identification number for Veterans Media too. So the uh, moving forward with the five hundred one c three on that. Now you too, can officially donate, and it's a tax not, deduction. Not, not quite yet, oh. but but once the but if IRS, you want to, you could. Once the IRS approves it for a five hundred one c three, then we'll be there. And 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 I'm really looking at making a go of that. That we can really help out some veterans. I know I know a lot of these veteran owned businesses and everything. They don't have, you know tech resources from a digital marketing standpoint and so that's that's going to be my you know kind of spotlight is i might move out of the consumer you know side of the business and the and and move into more help and more charities mm -hmm. so well thank you everybody for listening uh we've got some good episodes coming up like i said uh we just booked some new folks just from doing the run as one we might have a couple of extra breaks yep. um coming in i know we both got some time out yeah um but Keep an eye, or you know, keep looking, and if you subscribe, you'll see it. Uh, Michael, thank you so much for coming on. Any parting shots? Yes. Yeah, so um, uh, again, thank you. Um, I appreciate this opportunity to come in and and share w uh, with you guys and the the the, uh, the um, listeners uh, PH3's mission. So if they would like to learn more about PH3, um, please check us out at our website at ph3llc.com. Uh, they can email me or get a hold of me at m.fickert, that's F like in Frank, I-C-K-E-R-T as in Tom, at ph3llc.com. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just stay, I would say, uh, stay tuned to Veterans Cast also because I you. hope we can come back on again and, and share share more things and, and more opportunities and, and more uh, stories uh, with uh with veterans cast 100 yeah we'd love to have you back thank you so much thanks everybody right, thank for you. listening we will uh, see you next time please visit veterancast.com for additional information subscribe to our podcast and we'd also appreciate a review god bless you and god bless america